welcome to the Ambient Podcast and we're here in the fifth or sixth episode. I'm not quite sure anymore. Jonas, how are you doing? Welcome back. Well, thank you very much, Alex. Um, indeed, I just wondered which episode this is. Um, doesn't matter. We haven't been podcasting uh, too much in the last... Three weeks? Three weeks, two weeks. We're it's a been a while. We, we, we're a bit rusty. I can feel oh, my man. back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure that didn't happen from not podcasting, but more from the re- last couple of days, because what happened exactly, Alex? Well, we had a lot of hay fever the last couple of days. That's true. Let's see how many sneezes <laughs> we can put into this podcast. <laughs> Those are the last couple of days. We've had our second intensive care <laughs> weekend. <laughs> no, so we've had our second intense uh, uh, commander weekend right. where we, we've all gotten together um, and worked hard on 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 the on the software and um we've you know we've met on friday afternoon and we've worked essentially 12 to 14 ish hours every day since then pretty crazy yeah um but we've gotten another eight hours of sleep last night which was quite remarkable tremendous tremendous good tremendously good bit of sleep (laughs) um and and now we're back we just had our breakfast had some coffee had some porridge and we're now here ready to start the day Ready to Sunday and to get you back up to speed with well what we've been doing um, the last, th- last three weeks. So uh, I think last time we announced that we want to launch free version um, and that we you know we plan to you know build on that. Now over the last couple of weeks we've actually pretty much well, finished. finished that free version um so we're almost ready to launch it now uh, we are going to tell you right now uh, what features we packed into that free version um during those last couple of weeks and we're also going to tell you what we are about to you know add on to that and and how that's going to get out there to you now over the next couple of days all right well what a what an introduction alex um indeed um we have put a whole bunch of features in there some of which you find in existing chair software uh some of which are um maybe not entirely new features to the mun world but features that have improved what am i talking about i'm talking about for example setting up your committee um well of course Setting up a committee is not something new. You, of course, have done that before with existing chair software. Um, just we felt, why is there not templates? So now what we did, man, it was a lot of work writing down. <laughs> you know, so so we got like, I think, 12 committees, such as the ECOSOC, the Human Rights Council, the High Commission on Refugees, ASEAN, G20, you name it. And we collected a list like who's present, who's an observer, who's a veto power, and now with one click, you can import your entire G20 into um, a committee, have um, observers if you need them. I think there's no observers in G20, if I remember yeah. correctly. Um, a lot of work on that site, but it's so much fun just having whatever committee you want with one tap. What else was there, Alex? Um, so, so the setup uh, was one thing. Um, now, another big thing we worked on the last couple of days was the voting. Um, and the voting procedure, so obviously if you don't have delegates participating in it, you know, by, you know, them clicking whatever they vote in the app, uh, there's a lot less complexity in a way, or like it's going to be used a lot less, but it's still a kind of a complex process. If you look at it, you know, you can have procedural votes, you can have substantive votes. Um, you can also have 
kind of simple majorities in procedurals. You can have uh, two-thirds majorities in procedural votes. In substantive votes, uh, you might have a security council where you need a minimum majority of nine votes in favor, uh, you know, no matter what. Um, so trying to really replicate that in, in the app was quite a challenge, I think, for us. That on the one side, adding on top of that is, of course, that you know, there's observers who do not have the right to vote in substantive votes. However, they can vote in procedural matters. Um, we have delegates that um, that, that stated uh, they're present and voting during the roll call. These can, of course, not abstain. So, so all these different you know, rules of procedures, so to say, incorporated in an easy and clean uh, voting procedure uh, interface um, took us a bit on time, but I'm fairly confident to say that the result is mad. It's it's crazy good. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really happy with how it turned out too. I mean, obviously there's, you know, room to, to you know, build on that uh, still, but um to be honest, it, it's really nice because so the way we, we set it up right now is that essentially in the beginning of, of whenever you get into the voting tab, you get a pop up where you select whether you want to do a procedural vote or a substantive vote and what your majority is going to be. And based on that, it's going to set up the screen for you. It's going to give you the right cards that you need um, to work with. So if you do a substantive vote, it's going to give you a, round, a card for the first round. Uh, it's going to also give you a card for the second round and it's going to give you a card which is going to be able to handle the speeches that result out of people voting with rights, right, in favor with rights or against with rights. And um, we're going to get on, on the very, your very first card for the first round, you're going to get a, a list of all the countries who have to vote. And you can click through uh, through all of them, you know, uh, voting, uh, you know, whether it, be, whether it be abstaining, passing, in favor uh, or against, or in favor with rights or against with rights. You can do all of that. And once you've gone through all of those, uh, you can transition to the second card where you're going to be in round two, where people then only, you know, all those who pass in the first round will be able to abstain, uh, will be able to vote in favor, vote in favor against. against. Not abstain, indeed. Oh, it's, it's complicated, all this. Uh, and then once you've done that, you can, you know, go to your speeches in the end, um, and that's that. Now, but I think my favorite feature of the whole thing is... <laughs> on the left side, we always give you a bit of a dashboard for, for, for how the vote is running, uh, which also allows you, especially in a substantive vote, to transition between the different phases. And we built in there a little, how do you call it, a bar, a voting bar. Right, that's... You, you tell them, you tell yeah, them. So it's, it's your it, feature, <laughs> Alex, you build it. Well, no, I... Well, I, only, I, I built the optics of it. Um, but So we built it all together. But the idea is that you have this, this this horizontal bar, which fills up from the left with votes in favor and from the right with votes against. And then depending on what your majority is, you have a little bit of a line in the middle or at the two-thirds marker or at the, uh, 60, uh, the, the nine uh, votes mark for security council votes. And it fills up from those sides, and want, and, and and you always have the reference in the middle uh, that you want to reach if you want to have your vote pass. And I mean, if I just think back to me being a delegate and and seeing my resolution beyond there, and and uh, seeing whether it's going to pass or not, and maybe you know it being a bit of a controversial one where you're not sure whether it's going to pass, and you know just seeing the tension rising as your bars fill up from the left and the right, I think that's just tremendously exciting. Well, I'm telling you, I. Like honestly, had the moments being a delegate where I grabbed some paper and wrote down like made you know lines and dashes like all right in favor against oh shit we need two more votes well 
although kind of an exciting moment, this won't be needed anymore because you can now display it transparently um, to the whole committee. Yeah, so I mean, even like, yeah, so it, I had a tendency even in previously in MUN to just do procedural votes, uh, no, not procedural votes, but substantive roll call votes. I mean, this feature really is made for roll call votes, right? right. Um, but so so I had a tendency of just doing it manually just because all that was out there was a bit, you know, clunky to use. And I feel like we've we, we've kind of trimmed that down now to, to a point where it's actually really easy to use and always gives you the right results and... Um, you know, makes your life easier when when you know you've you've already gone through all the amendments and everything's right. been rough, and you you're just like, oh, I just want to click through this shit now and <laughs> get it over with. Right, right. So, Alex, we now raise you know the the um, demand out there. We 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 you know showed off with what we get. How do people get access to this? Well, I mean, let's let's quickly talk about uh, two more more uh, things I wanted to mention uh, here. Now, <laughs> I think this is just we're just going to mention this to to make Alex feel really good about it. But uh, we can also reorder uh, speakers speaking lists now. Right. Well, um, this- Alex is. Um- not the Alex sitting uh, across from me yeah. on this table. It's it's the other Alexander um, who, who is on the programming front. Um, yeah, we had a bit of a hassle when it came to reordering <laughs> uh, the January speakers list, which was, well, mysteriously and messy. So you reorder <laughs> the list. And for some weird reason, when you add a new speaker to the January speakers list, that speaker showed up in the middle of nowhere of this generate speakers list yeah. somewhere arbitrary <laughs> and so we made it to to solve this mystery i don't know how alex do you no i don't i don't know either but he did it and, and he threw his arms in the air and he celebrated and danced in a circle three times um but we managed it and and the cool thing now is that you know rather than just you know clicking country goes up country goes up or down you know as it is in, in existing software uh, you can just drag and drop people just pretty smooth <laughs> Uh, yeah, which is really nice. Um, so that's one thing. And then one other thing uh, that's really important, obviously, the saving committees and loading committees. Oh, yeah, um, that's an important one. And, um, I mean, in the long term, obviously, our goal is um, for all of that to be running through um, through the back end, right? So it, all that data is stored in a cloud. Uh, so you just log in and it automatically saves save everything. Uh, you can close your window, uh, go back, log in, and everything's the same as it was before. Um, that still requires a little bit of setup uh, for us to do, um, and that's going to be a little while until we we have all of that sorted out. But in the meantime, uh, we have a feature where you can actually, well, after creating a committee, you can uh, uh, always export a file, um, which it's called a JSON file. Doesn't really matter for you guys. But if you open the sliding menu uh, on the left side of, of, of the app, you'll be able to export your committee. It exports uh, all the countries uh, in your committee. It exports, uh, I think, uh, the roll call. Yep. It exports um, the speakers lists and the agenda, from what I recall. Yeah, I think that should be it. Uh, also keeps uh, track of like who's, um, who's observer, who's veto power. Yeah. Um, I don't think it will keep the roll call. Okay. Um, but you guys will surely check that. <laughs> we should check it. We should check it ourselves. <laughs> we check. Well, either way, you can export it from there 
Uh, and then uh, once you reload the file, you'll be, you'll be back up on the setup screen um, and you can just uh, click uh, upload file or import file and then uh, you can select it, select it from wherever you stored it on your desktop or in your downloads or whatever uh, and, and you will have all, all your countries back and everything. Um, so that's really important, obviously, if, if you know you, you, you want to run uh, you know, sessions in consecutive weeks um, right. and all of that. Now, I think one important question is, so, so what is this free version? You know, what's the goal of this free, free version? Who is it for? I think we, we, we want to call it MUN command session. This is the session app. So, so what should people use that for? Well, I mean, it's already sort of in the name. Um, MUN is often organized in, in MUN associations, clubs, uh, you name it. And, and often I experience these have sessions where they meet on a weekly basis or bi-weekly basis. Uh, they meet and then they, they, they discuss. They simulate the UN in, in small groups to practice their skills, um, to get people um, to, to become better, uh, really. And the, the software we now came up with, it's really targeted for you guys to, to use it in this framework. And um, it should be free because we also believe this to be a service, so to say, to the MEN community. Um, we've all been, uh, Alex and myself, as well as um, uh, other parts of the team, have been very active um, MEN members. And, and we saw a big need there and, and something we can, where we can give back all the good memories you have <laughs> yeah i mean it's, it's not just about that right but you know it's it, it it made sense for us to just build those features and right now we were able to you know uh put them into into a form where you know it's 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 at this early point uh, stage um you know people can use it um we don't have to you know wait until all the conference app is finished um so people can already use something that is better than what's out there and uh, um that 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 gives you a glimpse into to what you know what we're all about into making the process a bit easier for you streamlining things a little bit um and you know you can essentially yeah i mean not yet but the goal is for you to just be able to go on a website and that's what Jonas mentioned earlier about how do you, how you can get access to it right um you can just uh, the goal is so right now we 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 reworking our website a little bit and once the we we properly launch our free version um you can um or like the not launch a free version like beta version essentially we we want to call it um because there will be some bugs in there uh, and we're we're looking forward to you finding them but you will be able to go on our homepage uh, scroll scroll down or whatever you will you'll find it um, and you'll be able to open the app from there. And you'll even, if you have a Chrome browser, uh, you'll, or, or like even Safari, I think, uh, to, you, can, you can save it to, to, your, to your iPad or, or your iPhone. Um, but yeah, you will, you'll be able to, to save the app if you, uh, to, to your desktop, um, which is kind of cool, uh, kind of a cool feature. Yeah, we're, we're doing a video tutorial um, right after this podcast. We're going to start it with that, where we introduce what we came up with a little bit. And we should also um, note, Dan, how to make a local copy of the whole thing or something. Maybe we can yeah. um, spend a few seconds on that as well. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you have any uh, conference running in the next couple of weeks, the months, or if you have a little MVN uh, session uh, at uh, in, in your local club, you can use it um now as we said as i just said just now uh the goal is for this to be sort of a beta version because i mean yeah it's it's just out of the presses essentially uh 
<laughs> a lot of code has been written. Very little testing has been done. Um, so we really rely on you guys to to give us feedback on this. Yeah, and uh, and we, as Alex said, we freaking need your feedback. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as a matter of fact, um, we can only become better uh, if you tell us where and how. So feel free to reach out, uh, no matter if it's via social media, if it's um, by an email. I think we got contact forms uh, on the yep. website. Uh, do as you wish. Um, we'll be very grateful and thankful for for bugs you find. Yeah, I mean, so like the goal with our software was to provide you with a better user experience than um, what what the software that's out there allows you to have. And that only, you know, we can only fulfill that if we get that feedback from you guys. We will be doing intensive interviews with uh, select individuals. Um, but, you know, if you if you find anything that you feel is weird to you or if you find anything that you feel like, you know, that shouldn't be working like that, uh, just let us know. Uh, I think we're most active on Instagram probably, so slide into our DMs there. Um, or, yeah, the contact forms on our website uh, are, are obviously also a very reliable way of reaching us um and so yeah i mean just go through it click through everything try to break it as hard as you can uh <laughs> let's hope it's not possible it's not working out but give it a shot yeah i mean there, there are some limitations right um we're not the most seasoned programmers in the world yet yet <laughs> so there are some some things you know if uh, where you know if you if you load yeah i mean there, there's some things and and uh, we're looking forward to you finding finding a lot of uh, errors and, and little bugs that we can later on fix. So enough about what happened and where we're at. Jonas, what's next? What's next? Yeah, I mean, looking forward, we now we're now kind of at this milestone, so to say, that I don't want to say we finished a project because finished is so so definite right <laughs> so I, I once heard that software is never ever finished because there's always bug fixes and updates and whatnot nonetheless the vast part of this is finished and we can now move on to what we call the conference version where we include a whole set of new features um we talked about those in the last episodes and and in, in vast detail uh so i'm not going to go in too much depth on, on what it is going to include um but the key feature nonetheless will be that uh, the app won't only be running on uh the chairs computer or interface or ipad or whatever it may be um but it can also run on organizers phones so they can uh stay in contact with uh, the organizing team and the delegates the delegates can use it um uh, also to to vote on 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 um procedural matters uh, through their phones and all Long story short, we're about to kick off this process um, essentially this afternoon. Yeah, and um, and uh, Toby also from from our program uh, programming front um, heavily started um, arranging all the data structures and which information needs to be known about a conference and about a committee and all. It's shocking how complex a conference can be. Huh? You know when 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 I. First thought of like, you know, you need MEN software. I thought, well, MEN isn't too complex, right? It's like it's like a card game. You always have rules. At this point, I can do yeah. this, this, or this. Period. But there's a lot of rules. But there's a lot of rules. And and also these rules kind of like conflict and, and, and interact each other. And oh, man. 
Yeah, and it's not just the rules of procedure, but like just generally the way your conference works and right. the way different conferences work. So that you know, we want to have a modular system where you know this works. Or we can build on this, though, so so we can adapt to as many conferences as possible. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you want to uh, uh, follow along, you know, as we develop those new features and uh, as more features are uh, you know added in, be sure um, to uh, check out our homepage in the future. Uh, one because we're gonna put a roadmap there, where which we're gonna up, update regular regularly, uh, and we obviously also will keep you posted on Instagram. Now, uh, generally, right, that free version is gonna be out, uh, or the beta version of that free version is gonna be out soon. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna stay safe here. <laughs> um, but so we will be developing all those features and uh, we will be working with uh, partners who will be testing all those features as they are developed so if you want to be one of those partners and if you want to if you're interested in becoming a part of our tester program um you can obviously also always always contact us. Who does up yeah um that 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 is going to help you guys out maybe with with a little feature here or there and it's going to help us out tremendously um to to see how those tests pan out right. as we come up with those new features and um after we add the admin view that, that Joe has already mentioned and or like we you know sort of set that up, uh, the next step stepping stone really is going to be you know giving delegates access to the thing, um, letting them set them add, add themselves to the GSL stuff like that. Um, that's going to be really really interesting. Talking about road mapping as well, giving a glimpse of what we're shooting at. Um, we're hoping that we can actually use the full conference version by the end of the year. Um, so that's uh, Q4 then probably. Um, <laughs> we got to see how things turn out because as Alex uh, mentioned, we're not the most experienced programmers and software developers yet. <laughs> so, I mean, we're improving every day. It's crazy, yeah. I mean, the learning curve is freaking steep. Yeah? So, yeah. so we got to see how it all, you know, lines out, but but that's what we're shooting at for now. Um, hope we can make the timeline. Yeah. And yeah, so I think uh, overall, um, free version is going to be. It's just going to be like literally the, the the beta of that a matter of days. Um, so be sure to to stay tuned on our social media channels. Um, be sure to to well, you know, check out everything regularly. You know, everything. If you do the not internet, if you do not go on on our homepage <laughs> every single day to check when it's there, I am very disappointed. You just want to see the Google Analytics go I, up. I think that's literally. <laughs> that's just, I want to see those numbers go up. So bad. Um, yeah, that's that that that's what I'm all about. The numbers. The numbers. <laughs> Your K- KPIs. KPIs. Oh God. All right. Well, I think. Uh, is there anything else, Jonas? You want to share with the people? What else is there? Well, I'm excited to get this video started. Um. The video will look differently than last video because um, the last video was uh, sketches and and this is this like functionality now it's crazy <laughs> deal it's, it's crazy yeah um so it's it's also a glimpse into into how the iterations work it's it's crazy to see all the different product generations or development steps or something um so to say um yeah I mean especially now with that so we wanna. So, so okay, this is kind of a sort of fundamental thing, right? Uh, the the responsiveness and mobile versus desktop, right? Right. So at a conference, we want people to be able to transition seamlessly between app and um, 
and desktop, right? So between mobile and desktop, you know, you're sitting on a spot, you know, you have your laptop open where you're typing and where you're on your resolution uh, or as a chair, you're chairing. Um, and when, when you walk away from that, you know, as you go into your break or your lunch break or whatever, you should still be able to access everything, you know, have access to the conference tab where, you know, you have all the information laid out for where you actually have to go or you want to be able to talk to your delegates, uh, uh, chat with the delegates um, or, or, you know, you know, arrange meetings uh, during those lunch breaks. I think, you know, the biggest breakthroughs I ever had at conferences was, you know, just chatting with delegates sure. during lunch. Um, so, you know, this seamless transition, you know, gives us a little bit of a challenge because in designing screens, um, it's always, the, you know, you're always facing the challenge whether, you know, you, you, you base it off like this desktop view where you obviously have a lot more real estate um, or if you base it off the mobile view and then just expand that. But if you expand, you know, you go off the mobile view, you're a bit limited because there's just not a lot of space on your fucking phone. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, coping with that challenge, that I think that really showed over the last couple of weeks um, in, in how we designed uh, the free, the beta of the free version now. True, true. Um, and that's some, a challenge that we're going to have to carry over into the into starting with the the conference up now too well that being said let's dig right in alex yeah um yeah be sure to let us know how you feel about uh, the beta of the free version uh, of the of the, se- the beta of the session app we have to call it, call it a free version <laughs> <laughs> the the project name was free version um the actual name now i think is session app yeah we should uh, stick to session app which but it's the beta of the session app and it's free and it's free <laughs> this is important it's free it's out there for you i uh, dig in it's a free beta version for session app there you go. Period. All right. Uh, what's our phrase? I keep forgetting it. And you together, we're not committed. We're excited, excited to debate. Better. Amen. Amen. Come on, Come on out. out. <laughs> <laughs>